Hello and welcome to Thoughts from the Bible. I am Adam Zander and have been serving as a missionary in Romania for over a decade. Join me every week as we look at simple thoughts from the Bible to help us in our daily walk with Christ and our relationships with our fellow man. Hello from Romania. I hope you're having a good day. We are enjoying a beautiful sunny day here in Romania. We just returned home from a short trip to Bulgaria and Greece. We were able to visit two churches and also have a quick vacation. It's good to get back to work here in Romania. Today we will look at our 11th message from the book of Ephesians. As I mentioned last time, Ephesians chapter 4 marks a major change in the book. In the first three chapters, we read of our standing or position in the eyes of God, while chapters 4 through 6 are primarily about our state or condition before men, how we should walk in this world. Let's start today by reading the first three verses from chapter 4, Ephesians chapter 4, verses 1 through 3. I, therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, beseech you that you walk worthy of the vocation wherewith ye are called, with all lowliness and meekness, with long-suffering, forbearing one another in love, endeavoring to keep the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace." Today, I would like to talk about unity in the church. We looked last time how we should walk worthy of being called a Christian. That's found in verse 1. We now come to the hard part, putting that to practical use. The goal in these first three verses is to have unity and peace. We need the four things listed in verse 2, lowliness, meekness, long-suffering, forbearing with love, if we are to have unity and peace. The truth is, Christians can be hard to get along with. They rarely overlook each other's faults, failings, and sins. The lost world would hardly even notice these things. But your fellow Christian, they will be quick to bring it up and slow to forget. It should not be that way. The church at Corinth had a problem with unity. The opposite of unity is strife, division, and confusion. Let's read about the church at Corinth in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 10 through 13. Now I beseech you, brethren, by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that you all speak the same thing, and that there be no divisions among you, but that ye be perfectly joined together in the same mind and in the same judgment. For it hath been declared unto me of you, my brethren, by them which are of the house of Kilo, that there are contentions among you. Now this I say, that every one of you saith, I am of Paul, and I of Apollos, and I of Cephas, and I of Christ. Is Christ divided? Was Paul crucified for you? Or were ye baptized in the name of Paul? So the church at Corinth had divisions. This instead should be our goal. Let us therefore follow after the things which make for peace and things wherewith one may edify another. Romans chapter 14 verse 19. And now let's read Romans chapter 15 verses 5 and 6. Now the God of patience and consolation grant you to be like-minded one toward another according to Christ Jesus that ye may with one mind and with one mouth glorify God, even the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. 
The good news is one day we will be fully perfected in Christ and come in the unity of the faith. Unity should be a high goal in any church body. It should also be a high goal in a marriage, in a family, and even in a business. It is a precious thing to have. Psalms chapter 133 and verse 1, the Bible says, Behold how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. How can we have such unity? I believe verse 2 from Ephesians chapter 4 can help us attain unity. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 2 says, With all lowliness and meekness, with long-suffering, forbearing one another in love. So let's look at those things today. First, we can have unity by forgiving and having charity. Having unity takes a lot of love for the brethren and forgiveness. This does not mean we are to excuse open sin and false doctrine. The pastors and deacons and elders will have to confront issues at time, but not for petty things. Let's read 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 13 and 14. I believe this passage shows us the balance. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 13 and 14. And to esteem them very highly in love for their work's sake, and be at peace among yourselves. Now we exhort you, brethren, warn them that are unruly, comfort the feeble-minded, support the weak, be patient toward all men. So we're to be patient, we're to support the weak. However, we are to warn them that are unruly. Colossians chapter 3, verses 12 through 14. Put on, therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved, bowels of mercies, kindness, humbleness of mind, meekness, long-suffering, forbearing one another, and forgiving one another. If any man have a quarrel against any, even as Christ forgave you, so also do ye. And above all these things, put on charity, which is the bond of perfectness. And then one more passage about being forgiving and having charity. 1 Peter chapter 3, verses 8 through 11. Finally, be ye all of one mind, having compassion one of another. Love as brethren, be pitiful, be courteous, not rendering evil for evil or railing for railing, but counterwise blessing, knowing that ye are thereunto called, that ye should inherit a blessing. For he that will love life and see good days, let him refrain his tongue from evil and his lips that they speak no guile. Let him eschew evil and do good. Let him seek peace and ensue it. So if we want unity in the church, we need to start by being forgiving and having charity. The second key to having unity is to stay humble. If we have pride in our heart, thinking we are important and better than those around us, then unity and peace will be impossible. Romans chapter 12, verse 16, the Bible says, Be of the same mind one toward another. Mind not high things, but condescend to men of low estate. Be not wise in your own conceits. It is very important that we stay humble. Philippians chapter 2, verses 1 through 4. If there be therefore any consolation in Christ, if any comfort of love, if any fellowship of the Spirit, if any bowels and mercies, fulfill ye my joy that ye be like-minded, having the same love, being of one accord of one mind. 
Let nothing be done through strife or vainglory, but in lowliness of mind, let each esteem other better than themselves. Look not every man on his own things, but every man also on the things of others. So here in Philippians, it starts by saying, Fulfill ye my joy, that ye be like-minded, having the same love, being of one accord of one mind. How do we fulfill that? Well, verse 3 and 4 tell us, Let nothing be done through strife or vainglory, but in lowliness of mind, let each esteem other better than themselves. Look not every man on his own things, but every man also on the things of others. So we must stay humble if we want unity. The third thing we need if we want unity is patience. This is very hard to do. Those that are mature or spiritual and walking with God will notice those who are not. It is just the way things work. For example, if you are an expert at your job and you hire an apprentice, you will notice how little they know and all the mistakes they make. I have taught music before and it's sometimes painful to see the students make all these mistakes. It can be painful to listen to, but you have to be patient knowing that in a few years they will play beautiful music. It is your job to teach them the correct way hopefully with patience. It is the same way in the church. We must have patience with those that are babies in Christ. Let them grow. Have patience. Paul and the other disciples and apostles knew about such patience. Let's read 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 3-6. through 6. Giving no offense in anything, that the ministry be not blamed. But in all things approving ourselves as the ministers of God, in much patience, in afflictions, and necessities, and distresses, in stripes, in imprisonments, in tumults, in labors, in watchings, in fastings, by pureness, by knowledge, by long suffering, by kindness, by the Holy Ghost, by love unfeigned. So we have to have patience if we want unity. In conclusion for today, unity and peace is something worth fighting for. It is worth sacrificing our own pride, ways, and opinions for. It is a very precious thing to have. I believe 2 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 11 is a good way to end this study. 2 Corinthians 13, 11, the Bible says, Finally, brethren, farewell. Be perfect be of good comfort, be of one mind, live in peace, and the God of love and peace shall be with you. This week, let's work at having peace and unity in the church family. Next time, Lord willing, we will look at another message from the book of Ephesians. Thank you for listening today, and I hope you have a blessed day.